Hey everybody, just a quick announcement before we get going. Uh, if you enjoyed our last escape room that we played, Red Hill Asylum, uh, we actually just appeared on another podcast to discuss it even further if you want to keep that train going. Escapist, the company that made that room, is based in Hamilton, and we appeared on the podcast Escape Hamilton to talk more about it. Uh, that's a podcast run by Jim Fishwick and his partner Kirsty. Jim, you may remember from this show... Uh, and it's a lot of fun. They're wonderful people. It's really fun to chat more about the podcast. So if you want to listen to that, go check it out. There's a link below. All right, that's all. Let's get on with the show. Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is episode 11 of season 7. We are right at the pointy end of our fan guest game master season. Have I still been descending terribly? No, no, you had an uptick. Did I come back up? You've oh, been doing brilliant. great. You just had like a, like a hollow in the middle of pure inability to solve puzzles. And now you're back. Mm. You're back to the top. Well, you're to in know. your zenith again. You've left the nadir and you're onto your zenith. Beautiful. I know words. I appreciate the hand gestures. I've done a, I've done a crossword before. <laughs> uh, we have a returning guest game master this episode. You may remember the room that she did for us in season five, which was also right near the end of that season. The Eldritch Garden, the time-travelling, flip-flopping, <laughs> Lovecraftian... Yeah, come on, you can come up with more words. Uh, 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 pool, purple pool jumping, plant-filled... Greenhouse breaking, axe chopping, apple room. Beautiful. Welcome back, Jen. Jen McTague. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you wrote that room that I took two minutes to try and describe, and you've got a new one. Well, I hope. I hope you haven't just brought the same room and think you can sneak it in like we forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Got a, got a new room. New inspiration, new fun stuff. See, see how this goes. Looking forward to it. Now, it feels like we've still got to ask the obligatory two questions. So let's see how much has changed in a year, this year of all years. What's your escape room experience like? Again, I've not done a ton of physical ones in between now and then, although I did manage to get out with my students when we took them to an escape room this year. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, my group was uh, super awesome. I'm pretty sure I'm the only advisor who gave them a warm-up escape room a couple days before when we met an advisor <laughs> before going out. <laughs> now, what sort what sort of age range are we talking? Uh, high school freshmen, so like fourteen year olds. Ooh, okay. okay. But otherwise, I mean, most of my escape room experience has actually been Scott Weiss's rooms. Ah, uh, of course. Nice. My wife and I have been in different places over the past couple weeks for a couple months for various different reasons. So it's one thing that we can do when we're in different locations. Have you done his ice skating room? I did do his ice skating room. Um, and How'd actually, you go? Uh, apparently we did really quick on it. He was shocked as to how fast we were getting through it, um, <laughs> which, you know, I, I think that one was really cool. I liked, like, the second half of it when you got into the rink and, like, all the stuff that came out of that, that was... Ah, second <laughs> half, you mean the final five minutes. Oh. We did not spend much time <laughs> we, in that we rink. Ignored we ignored that did, rink we the didn't entire go to it episode. At all. Spoilers for people who haven't listened to episode eight. <laughs> But yeah, we just kind of thought, oh, Rink, we'll do that right at the end. There were enough puzzles to keep us going, and we solved pretty much the whole room before we entered the ring. It was lovely. 
So the other question uh, that follows up is uh, whether you have any uh, tabletop role-playing experience, which we know you have a lot of, uh, but have you had any, anything interesting in the past year? So my home game party that I, that I run for has been attempting to uh, make a new god not one of the PCs, like one of the NPCs. Like, we're making you a god, whether you like it or not. Ah, sounds fair. There's this wonderful plot in the whole thing. It's the Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path. And they're, you know, they're defending their their uh, ancestral home against hobgoblins. But meanwhile, they've been making a circus. They have swarms of intelligent bees. Um <laughs> They have, uh, yeah, they've been trying to make this new god and occasionally been helping to like, help her out with things on her ascension to godhood and, like, all sorts of, like, weird, wacky side quests, uh, which has been really... It's been nice because the group... I GM a lot for people who know, like, these are the mechanics of Pathfinder. These are, the, you know, these are like, all the ways of, like, getting through the rules. And this group's just, like, let's free, you know, free form, go through a bunch of stuff and... And it's been keeping me on my toes. So it's been a lot of, you know, wonderful improvising because every, literally every time I'm like, all right, I got a handle on this party. I think I know where they're going. They're like, nope, I have a circus or I have a whatever. <laughs> all right, sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. All right, so uh, we're excited to, to start uh, this escape room. I have one really stupid preparatory question before we get started on the room. Ah. Can I, am I allowed, do I have permission to draw a rectangle. Uh, you probably shouldn't. Uh... Oh, I can never draw rectangles anymore. Everyone's changing the trends. They're, they're, they're doing it their own way. All right, well, then I have no notes and I'm ready to go. Yep. All right. Take us away. So, one day when you have some time to kill, you decide to go on a walk downtown, seeing where your feet will take you. After some time taking in the sights and eating amazing food, you find yourself in front of a strange storefront. The building proclaims itself Mystery Escape Team Adventures, which you find weird. You've done a lot of escape rooms in this town, and if this is an escape room you haven't heard of before, then either they're brand new or they suck at advertising. Or they're an evil, uh, evil demonic show. one. And as soon as we finish the room and we leave, we'll say to someone, oh, you should do an escape room. They say, what room? Oh, the one right over. Oh, my God. Where did it go? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Some escape rooms do <laughs> pop up and then leave as if that has happened. Why, there hasn't been an escape room here in a hundred years. On a lark, you decide to stop in and see if it's worth trying out in the future. Inside, you find yourself in a nice enough waiting room. It's got couches, coffee tables, tablets for waivers, all the normal escape room stuff. A short woman greets you. Welcome to Mystery Escape Team Adventures. I'm Colleen. Have you ever done an escape room before? Before you even get a chance to nod, Colleen continues. Well, we happen to have an open slot right now. So if you want to give one of our rooms a shot, we can get you in now if you'd like. Looking at the group, the general attitude seems to be, why not? Soon you find yourselves filling out waivers and paying a reasonable amount of money, and then you follow Colleen over to one of the doors. Before you go in, there's a couple things you should know. First, there's a bit of controlled breaking in the room. Don't worry, yeah. you'll hear from us if you're about to break something that you shouldn't. Second, you'll never be locked in for safety reasons. Feel free to come out whenever you need to. Lastly, to complete the room, you need five objects and a phrase that adequately describes your experience in the room. 
I'll tell you what that the object I am looking for is something to drink. With that, she opens the door, and in you go. You walk into this room, and it looks nice and cozy. There's a nice, comfy couch table next to it. On that table, you can see a small cylindrical box, a rope and ring puzzle, and a small card. See, now I can put all of this into a rectangle. (laughs) Next to the table, there is a filing cabinet with three locked drawers. Next to that, there is a really old vending machine. But perhaps stranger than any of those things is the door on the other side of the room. In front of the door, there is a desk with a young woman standing at it. Above her head is a banner that says, Escape the Mall. Wait a moment. Is this escape room the lobby of another escape room? <laughs> I love it so much. I am having <laughs> fun so far. The only thing is I am struggling to draw a vending machine. You don't have to draw it. You can write the word. Look, hey, look, uh, VM. Now I've done it. I've done the drawing. It's a V and an M next to each other. No, no. I, I would like see, to point out. See, here we go. I didn't draw a rectangle, so I've just been actually drawing out the room. Lovely. I would like to point out, Danny, did you notice something fun about the name? Escape the Mall? No, the first one. Uh, Mystery. Mystery what? Escape Team Adventures? Because it's a meta <laughs> room? Oh, I did not. Now, just a quick clarification. Mm-hmm. Are we escaping the mall? Are we, or are we escaping them all? Oh, them all or yeah. the mall. Is it them all or the mall? <laughs> the banner says escape the mall with the okay. M in the, in the last word. However, <laughs> the ambiguity might be there on purpose. Nah, yeah. no one's that smart. Okay, well, should we, I, I'm assuming we can get started now? Yeah. Okay. Should we talk to... <laughs> Or is that the obvious that move? That is the obvious move. So let's uh let's have a look at the vending no, machine. No, look, to be honest, we're being I'm being me in this one. While I hate talking to people, the idea of going around while someone is looking at me without knowing if it's okay for me to do stuff is too much. I have to go and like stand in front of that person sheepishly. Fine, let's go and talk to I'm I'm gonna approach the woman and I will say, Hail and well met traveller. We wish to take lodging in your inn. Why is everyone in this business really weird? Um, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Amanda. Uh, how can I help you? We're looking to escape this room. Uh, but also, do you have anything I could drink? I mean, there's the, there's the vending machine over there, but you're, you're looking to escape this room. Well, I mean, do you have a, do you have a reservation? Uh, <laughs> no, no we just came in off the street. Okay, well, um, yeah, we can... Uh, looks. She like pulls up some stuff on her computer, and she looks like she's not completely used to like the menus and stuff. So she has to keep like retrying stuff. Like, well, I mean, it's it's open if you want to give that give uh, our escape room a shot. Sure. I'm scared. Yeah, love it. What's it called? It's Escape the Mall. We've got like a couple little mall stores back there that you escape from. You know, little storefronts and whatnot. Yeah, let me let me get my clipboard with the text on it. I need to read you. Um, Please. Okay. So let's see here. Um, welcome to Escape the Mall. You need to go in the room and escape back out of it all within the allotted time limit. Now, for safety reasons, I have to make sure you know that we're not actually locking you in. You can come back out whenever you want and go back in after you come out. 
you'll be looking for four objects in the room, and I'll tell you that the one I'm looking for is a national flag. Oh no. There's gonna be a there's gonna be more. Yeah, no, that's cool. Luckily, when we enter this escape room, it will slow down the passage of time in the previous escape room. I hope so. And so we've still like every minute that passes in Escape Them All is only like a second in Escape Team Adventures. And then we'll go deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, okay. let's just keep going. I mean, let's take a quick look at the vending machine. Oh, first. fine. Okay, uh, this old vending machine only has one drink that isn't sold out. Unfortunately, all the names of the different drinks are missing. Uh, there are two coin slots in this machine, one of which that looks like it fits a normal coin, and one that looks like it takes something significantly bigger and thicker than a normal coin. Hmm. Ooh, okay. Well, maybe we can solve this mini room and get the drink and then continue going deeper and deeper. Oh, again, I don't know if I can do that. Like, don't you ever feel this thing in real escape rooms when you've got the lobby puzzles? You couldn't just come in, sit down and start playing with the lobby puzzles <laughs> unless you have some plans, some concrete plans to go into the real one. That's true. Well, we have the plans. We booked our room. I and- think social awkwardness is going to make me want to go straight into the mall one. You want to just go deeper and deeper? I mean, we don't have to. You can look at stuff. Let's like... have a quick look at the... Okay. the uh, no, you know what? Let's go deeper. Okay. We Straight enter in. Escape the Mall. You walk through the door to the next room, and it looks like you're in some kind of vault. Hundreds of safety deposit boxes line the walls, most of them flush against the wall. But one is slightly out of it. Hanging off that box is a blackboard with a bunch of writing on it. Turning back around, it seems the door that you have come through has turned into a giant bank vault door. Looking across the room, there's another door and a person sitting at a desk in front of it. Above them is a banner that says, Bank Vault Escapes. Ah, it's another escape room lobby. (laughs) I'm going to need to stop for a second. I have to reassess how I'm taking my notes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, the first room was Mystery Escape Team Adventure which is a lobby. Uh, I don't remember any description of what was in that room, but that's fine. I've got it all. That's okay. Uh, and that has Colleen. Yeah. And Colleen says five objects, and then in brackets, drink, because that's what she wants. Yeah. Now, room two was escape them all, and that has Amanda, and Amanda says the next room will have four objects, and she wants a flag, a national flag. Okay. So now we're in room three, and room three is Bank Vault Escape Room? Was that what it was called? Bank Vault Escapes. There's a person at the desk, I don't know who that is yet, but there was also... A uh, row of safety deposit boxes, one slightly open, with a, was it a little blackboard by it or something? Uh, there's a, the, the box is out and there's like a blackboard with a string hanging off of it. Right. Okay, do you want to look at that first? Again, I don't know if my awkwardness will allow it, but yeah, let's give it a try. Yeah, we're going to not make any eye contact with... Um, with Brenda. Brenda. Uh, and we're going to head over to this safety deposit box that is slightly open. Yep. Fortunately, the person at the desk is all too uh, keen to ignore you um, as they're basically on their phone. Um, Perfect. Uh, but yeah, you can take a look at the blackboard. Uh, that is a handout. Okay, so this will be linked uh, in the show notes to everybody at home. It's the Open the Vault record times. So the Star Rats, so many dinos, and Stacy's super aware pussycats. And with their times, they were fast people. Want to try to open our boxes, give it a spin? This sounds fun. 
Did, so what are there any do, can you find any hidden puzzles in here? Oh, I'm sure that Star there are there's, rats, a, there's so many dynamos. Stacy's super aware pussycats. The times are 34 18, 38 24, 40 40. Yeah, there's definitely something like potential for stuff there. I can't see it immediately. Can I spin Now does it give it a spin and it's also record times? I wonder if actually <laughs> we're going to find like a record, like a record player and need to put things like these on and play them in a certain way that matches, you know, like there might I be an see. actual record part. I don't know if there's anything. Is there anything else around, like, within the safety deposit boxes or anything that we can interact with, like, if, other than the blackboard? So, assuming that, you know, there's one box that's open that you can look at that's yeah. the one the blackboard's hanging off of. Uh, yeah, inside there's a series of thin plastic triangles, um, and that is uh, handout number six. Again, these are all in the show notes for people if you want to have a look yourself. All, all instead, 11 of these will be on the show notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so these are uh, perfectly drawn triangles. Perfectly. Um, so they're all facing downwards, like uh, slices of pizza. I don't know why a slice of pizza would face downwards. Oh, no, I was thinking like a banner that you would oh, string like up Oh, like a banner, like, like, a, like a swimming carnival banner. Exactly. Little pennants. Uh, the first one says A. The second one says A. The third one says B-R, but with the B on top of the R. The next one says H3. The next one says P for Peter 2. It just says the letter, by the way. Uh, and the last one says R2. Cool. Do you get anything out of this immediately? No. Cool. Uh, Maybe we should move on. I feel like we're approaching uh, this very slowly. And I'm feeling like that's okay. You because... think we need to go as deep as possible and then start working our way back? Because we can leave the rooms at any time. That's true. i got to be honest. I have no idea. I just think we should start going faster. All right. Well, let's talk to uh, Brenda. Here's the sneaky thing, Danny. If her name isn't Brenda, we'll know that it's a puzzle and that their names are important. <laughs> This is this is how you sneakily gather information. Ah, see, no, it's even it's even funnier than that. Um, so uh, <laughs> you, they they uh, they take their feet off the uh, off the table. Um, they've got you know, and uh, kind of look up. Hello, my name's Ren. How can I help you? Hmm. Oh, Brenda. <laughs> Please don't call hey, me Ren. Brenda. I I, got, I I I dropped letters for a reason. Yep, that's yeah, fair. That's fair. All right. All right. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about this? No, you're taking too long. Ren, let us in. Next room, okay. next room, next room. <laughs> Take our money. Take our money. I throw money at them. Well, all right, let's see. Uh, you're going into an escape room. Don't break things. Don't do anything dumb like putting your hands in electrical sockets. Oh, yeah, and you're not actually locked in for liability reasons. Uh, for this one, you need to find <laughs> three objects. I'm looking for... Yes a toy that crashed. Although if you find electronics that crash, that's not what I'm talking about, but tell me anyway, because then I'll actually have to do something because I'm actually the tech person. <laughs> I'm not front of house. I need to stop covering for people. <laughs> Seems to like just yell, they, they're yelling off in the distance. You tell them, Ren. Um, yeah, this is fair. And then uh, hits a buzzer on the table, which opens up the, the door behind them. And you find yourself stepping through a small archway into a park. How are you Ooh, possibly boy. outside? And how is it Magic. warmer than when you entered the room in the first place? <laughs> Nevertheless, taking a look around you, you see a statue standing right in front of you. Apparently it must be brand new as you see ribbon on the ground, uh, cut by a pair of giant scissors. Running around the base of the statue is a uh, hyperactive squirrel. <laughs> Next to the statue is a small fountain, which isn't spouting water. Next to that is a small bulletin board of a park map. Lastly, 
you spot a man dressed up in a ranger's uniform. He's calling out to anyone who passes by. Come try our new escape room. Escape the park. Learn more about our town's founder. Of course, Ooh. this is yet another escape room lobby. Oh, okay, so there's a statue, a squirrel, a fountain, and a map. Yep. Now, you said that the, the ribbon had been cut by giant scissors. Do we have access to those giant yeah, scissors? Yeah, the giant scissors there? The giant scissors are there, yes. Cool. Wonderful. So do we want to look at anything in this room, or do we want to go straight to Stan? I just wanted to make one more note before we got back to it. Just, yeah. Do you remember Colleen, back in the first room, said there will be some controlled breaking? The yeah. last one was specifically you won't don't break anything. So the rules are... Oh, I haven't been noticing those slight shifts in rules. Yeah, that's that's the first time I've noticed it. So hopefully it won't come back to bite okay, us. Okay, so they've all said we aren't locked up. Yep. Colleen said breaking. Yep. Do you remember what anyone else said? No. If I sprint back through all the doors until I can get back to es- the entrance to escape the mall... To Amanda. To Amanda. Can I go, Amanda, Amanda, is there any breaking in this room? Any breaking in escape? Um, no, there is no breaking necessary in uh, in our room. Thanks, thanks, Amanda. And then I run to uh, to Ren. No, Ren said, Ren Ren said definitely no said breaking. no breaking. Okay, so only only Colleen has said there is some control breaking. Yes. Okay. Good to note. Good point. Uh, so yeah, do you want to have a look at any of the statues, the squirrel, the fountain, the map? Oh yeah, this sounds like this feels like the most exciting one to look Before around. Before we at. talk to okay, Donald okay. Sutherland. Yep. Oh, that's who you're picturing it as. Well, he's talking about the town's founder. Yeah, you're the right. The guy in the Simpsons. Yeah, you're right. Talks about whatever. Did okay, he do, cool. Was he the guest star? In that I would like to look at the statue. Uh, the statue is of a man standing up, holding a can of whipped cream in his right hand. Uh, the left hand is open in front of the can, as if directing his attention to it. A plaque and his at the eyebrows bottom, are raised, as if he's going, eh, eh? A plaque at the bottom says, Arthur Higginstrom III, town founder. The ribbon is on the ground Oof. being a ribbon? The ribbon is on the ground being a ribbon. Can I, can I take it and put it in my inventory? Yes. Right, I'm going to hmm. put it up the top here. Okay. Ribbon. Uh, what about those big scissors? Can I steal those? You can absolutely <laughs> take those. Oh, goodness. Okay. Awesome. All right. How's, this, how's the squirrel going? This feels exciting. I'm Australian. I, I don't see squirrels often. Oh, that's fair. Um, the squirrel is running around, running loops around the statue over and over and over and over again. And it seems to be basically ignoring people. So, like, if you try to, like, put your foot in front of it to see if it will stop, it just goes over your foot and just keeps running. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spinning squirrel. Uh, what I'm, getting, the... uh, I'm getting sad flashbacks to Danger by Design, but beyond that... <laughs> True. Uh, what about the fountain? Uh, the small fountain is currently off. You don't see a way to turn it on, but the very top of it has a threaded hole, like something could screw it. Uh, and uh, what does the map look like? So, this map shows the five different trails available in the park, uh, and each one of them crosses uh, each other one exactly once. There is a red trail, an orange trail, a yellow trail, a violet trail, and a salmon trail. Hmm. Looking around, you can see the entrances to the trails off in the distance exactly where the map says they are. I don't know what to do with those trails yet. Shall we just keep going deeper? All right, let's talk to the dude. We would love to escape your park. Excellent. I'm Ranger Jack, and I will be your game master for this. Basically, you need to uh, go ahead in... To this, uh, to this building here and explore the room. We have 
all sorts of uh, historical artifacts from uh, Higginstrom's life that have been turned into puzzles and you may examine in, in uh, detail. Um, however, the door will stay open so that you can come back out in case you think you need to do so. For example, you might need some information from the statue. Wait. <laughs> uh, you're looking for two objects in there. I'm looking for some books. All right, well, get out of here, Jack. We're on to the next one. Rampage! All right. Uh, you step through the shed door and find yourself in a house. You're in a hallway, which continues to an intersection. Walking forwards to, to the intersection, to the left of you is a door to another room. It's slightly open, and you can see that it's some kind of bedroom. To your right, the hallway continues to a big room that looks like a party. Ahead of you, the hallway continues for a small time until it gets to another door, and in front of that door is a little girl. You had to guess, she probably has an escape room for you. <laughs> Fair. So there's a, a bedroom, a party, and an escape room. Yeah. Oh man, I'm scared of this party. Uh, would, do you want to check out the bedroom? Yep, okay, let's take a peek in the bedroom. Like all good people. This bedroom has turned into a makeshift coat room. There is a giant pile of coats on the bed. Uh, in addition, there is a box on the dresser that is locked with a combination lock, the kind you would find on someone's locker that you turn back and forth to three different numbers. Now, do you want to ruffle through the coats to see if there's anything interesting? Just in case, like, they're all piled on top of a sleeping bear or something? This is so rude, but yep. Uh, it looks right. like uh, everyone just kind of piled their coats here on top of the bed. They're all a little haphazard. Um, but, you know, looking through the pile at one point, you find in the middle of the pile, there's a piece of paper with 3L04 on it. Four. What does that mean? 3L04? No idea yet. All right. Um, well, let's leave this place. Uh, let's go to the party. Okay. The majority of the people who were at this party must be in a different room of the house, uh, but this room seems all <laughs> set up for them to come back. Uh, there are some decorations on the wall and a table of food in front of them. Nice. Now, those decorations wouldn't happen to be uh, swimming carnival-style pennants hanging from strings, would they? Well, if you'd like to take a look at them, they're handout Ooh. number 10. Woohoo! Let's go to handout number so We missed we're so many handouts. all over the place. Um, oh, they do, they do. Oh, they do? They yep. do? Yep. Some of them do. Some of them are colorful oh, lights. Oh, they do. Some of them are triangles. Oh, and we have the missing... Well... No, we no, we, uh, no, we do not have... Hold on. Do you we? keep that open. I'm going to have a look at the other one. Uh, the other one was... Like, so what we have here with the triangles, there are also some colorful lights. Well, some of which are colorful, some of which are not. I wonder if that'll be important. Uh, but the triangles have H-P-Y-I-T-D-Y, and it looks like it's spelling out with missing letters, happy mm. birthday. But if we hung our other pendant in between them... Pennant. Pennant. Yep. It would be H for, for that one, right? And then yeah. A. Yeah. And then P. Yeah, and then another A. And then A, and then... Y. So happy, and then... <laughs> B. Are you sure that the triangles can't just be in another order? And then B R and next. Um I. <laughs> yeah, and then H three, and then T T, and then P two, and then D, and then R two. Y. So it says <laughs> Happy Brief for D. 
Happy birthday! Mission accomplished. Happy birthday! <laughs> so if we were to reorder those, do we get anything out of that to put them in their correct? I I don't understand why you would want to. It says happy birthday. Okay, so uh, we could go. Um, so yours are. I'm going to write these out. Yeah, sure. That's just the alternate letters of happy birthday. Yeah. So oh. and to fit in, we have an. We have A, A, B, R, which is annoying because that's kind of like birth, but it doesn't <gasps> Oh, fit. I see. Interesting. H3, P2. I mean, we have another R. R2. Yeah. Okay. So we could put one of the A's in. Yeah. We could put the P2 in. Lovely. So it'd be H, A, P, P2. That's then happy. Now we've got a B with an R under it, which okay. is weird, right? B, R, I. R T H with a three under it. D A Y. So we get two R two three. I think if we order them. Well, that's very interesting because remember from the coat we got three L zero four. Oh, so we now have two of these sort of mix ups. What was it? Two R two three. Two R two three. Okay, that's good to I know. I believe. Three L zero four. Two R. Oh, yeah, that fits the format. Yeah, because it was 0, 4, not 0, 4. Yeah. 2, R, 2, 3. All right. Cool. Uh, I would like to check out some party food. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so there are two uh, main dishes on this uh, table. Uh, the first one is a giant bowl of mixed nuts. And apparently nobody at this party has a nut allergy. The second one is a cut-up sheet cake. You'd think that would be easier to draw than a bowl of mixed nuts. What is but... a sheet cake? A sheet cake, it's like a, a large surface area cake, right? Okay. So it's it's not that tall, office but it's got cake. a lot of the other two dimensions. Oh, yeah, like office butt cake. Okay. Do you, what, do you know what to do with nuts and cake? No. no. Is there a name no, on the cake? No. Well, so here's the thing about that cake. Uh, it's cut up into pieces and it's rearranged. Uh, you Ooh. can take a look at handout number eight. Yay! Oh, these are just boxes that we can move around. Oh, there we go. It's a okay. puzzle. It is working, but like with a 10 second delay for me. Okay, so we're trying to do this puzzle. I'm just going to narrate what I'm looking at Danny do. <laughs> happy birthday. Yeah, so she's yeah. rearranging the top line to make it say happy birthday. Yeah, you know, when you're writing a message on a sheet cake, you can't put it on the plate. It's, it's just got to be on the floor first. True. Then you can move it to the plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So now we're trying. There's some red writing as well. So that yeah. would be the name, maybe. Quite possibly. Although there's some blue writing at the bottom here that you've put together as well. So yeah. we'll see how that works. All right. So I see at the bottom there's a P A. Hmm. Is that like a Patrick? Patrick oh. Copus? Is it Patrick Copus's birthday? I don't know. There's another A still in the mix. I think it says Patricia. Maybe Patricia is the the girl who's working the exit. Yeah, while I'm doing this, do you want to go talk to the girl and find out if she's Patricia? No, no, I'll let you do this. We can't, we can't split the party. You're almost done with this puzzle. Does it say happy birthday to you or something? Happy birthday Ooh. to you, Patricia? Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like so far. Happy birthday to, to you, you, Patricia. The letter U. Well, let's see if it's uh, Patricia's birthday. Okay. Do you want to go back to... Sure. I'm, I'm going to go girl. to the little girl. And so you, you come up to her just like... Oh, are you are you are you going to do my room? Yes, as a birthday present to you, Patricia. Yay! Thank you, thank you for trying my room. I'm still so 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 excited. 
my parents finally let me uh, put this together for, for some adults, and I'm happy for some to try it. <laughs> well, it can't be any weirder than the rooms we've already done. I put a bunch of puzzles in there, and all you need to do is find the baseball card and get out of there. I told my mom the door wasn't going to actually be locked, and she maybe put little red stickers on anything that wasn't part of the game. There's one on Mr. Snuffy Doodles, even if it kind of blends in. Oh yeah, and please make sure not to break anything, especially the skateboard inside. It's my brother's, and he doesn't know I'm borrowing it. <laughs> All right, I love it. Yep, this sounds good. I'm excited. Uh, Shall so we go in? Opens the door, and you can go in. Oh yeah. Let's do it. You enter the room, and you find yourself in one of those blank white rooms that commercials use. Was it too much to hope that you were actually going into a child's bedroom? <laughs> in front of you is a table with paper and pencil on it. Sitting on the other side of the table is a man who motions for you to sit down on the chairs closer to you. This is definitely death. This, we're going to have to play an escape room with death to win our souls back. I don't trust this man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. Are you familiar with the concept of audio-based escape rooms? They're like a combination of tabletop role-playing games and escape rooms. Basically, I'm going to describe a room, you're going to tell me your actions, and I'll tell you what the results of those actions are. Oh no! <laughs> oh, this Let's is too early in the day! I should have done so many of these escape rooms! My brain doesn't work Jen, anymore. Okay. just so you know, we've been saying for like the last two weeks, hey, we're almost finished. And as this week's progressed, we've gone, cool, only three more rooms of the season to go. I don't only want two to do more seven more. We didn't know that there were so many more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say to Matt. I can't stop the tears from welling up in my eyes a little bit, but I turn away so Matt doesn't see. Uh, I say to Matt. Oh, audio escape rooms, like uh, like uh, that podcast. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, oh, that's right, the Infinite Escape Room. <laughs> exactly. You understand where we're going here. Let's get started. The two of you find yourselves in your boss's office. You had been doing some investigating, and you were pretty sure that your boss was involved in some shady business, but you needed to find some details. Inside his office, you find a desk with a computer on top of it. The uh, top of his desk is otherwise weirdly empty, with the exception of a small wooden mannequin. Next to his desk is a filing cabinet. So, what would you like to do? Um, So for the purpose of keeping things a little less confusing, whenever you would like to talk to Matt, you go ahead and preface that with Matt. And if you are asking me a thing, then just ask me. Okay, okay, that's a good idea. I, I take, I understand that concept, but I'm going to just give you a slightly different one. When I want to talk to Jen, I will say, hey, Jen, what's going on? Or just ask any question in this, my normal human voice. But when I want to talk to Matt, my in-character voice for the escape room that you have created, and therefore the voice with which I would talk to Matt is going to be this. <clears throat> What's going on in there? So if I say anything with that voice, it means I'm talking to Matt. But if I say it in my normal voice, it means I'm talking to you. Does that make sense? If he says too much with that voice, assume that I'm dead because otherwise I wouldn't have let this happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, you better ask questions to Matt. What's your Matt voice, Danny? Um, May I suggest... Hey, Matt! Hey, Matt! Um, 
No, that's too much like your normal voice. After the mannequin, I I got lost. What happened after the mannequin? uh, Next to his desk is a filing cabinet. Oh, that's exactly what I drew. I thought I missed something. I want to go and check out that filing cabinet. I'm sad. This filing cabinet has three locked drawers. The top one is locked with a directional lock. Uh, the middle one is locked with a five-letter combination lock. The bottom one is locked with a four-digit combination lock. Uh, on top of the filing cabinet, there is a series of arrow stickers. They're stuck to the top, pointing up, right, left, down, down. Can I put those arrow directions into the combination lock? Uh, you attempt to do so, and the lock does not open. Hmm. That's probably a good thing. Uh, okay, so Danny. Yeah. Do you want to try looking at something else in the room? Yep, okay. So, still talking to Matt? Yep. Okay. What else is there? I look, Matt, uh, show, tell me about this mannequin. Uh, so this mannequin looks like one of those that artists can uh, pose to use as reference for drawings. Ooh, so then this one has a small can of canned air super glued to its right hand. Interesting. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 wait, yeah. whoa. Canned air? Right hand? Statue? That's weird. Shouldn't that canned air be whipped cream? Hmm. What does that mean? Can we can we can we move uh what, wait, what is your I have no idea what Uh can we move the left hand so it's pointing at the can of air going like eh? Eh? Air? Air? Eh? Eh? Uh, yes, uh, you can move the uh, move the mannequin to make that pose, and when you do so, uh, the left hand is now blocking most of the text that is on it, and only the letters C A N are showing from the can. Okay, can. Well, that's not relevant. No. So uh, far. Well, yep. Cool. I think we're still gathering. There's so yeah. much to gather. Well, we're still talking with Matt now. I think we're as deep as we're getting. So this is pretty good. I hope so. Um, yes, you, you, you're hitting the most deep of this. It's not going to be too long before I run, just so you know. Don't worry, only half a second has passed in the original escape room. Yeah. Okay, so um, what else was, What else was going on in this one, in the virtual one? Uh, computer. Computer. Uh, check out the computer. Uh, it looks like your, uh, like a typical desktop computer, uh, and it's waiting for a password. Can <laughs> uh, you put in C A N uh, and it flashes back wrong password and clears out the bar and then you can see underneath it it has uh, the text uh, password hint animal. I say man. <laughs> it's the only animal in the room. That also does not work. Hmm, weird. Seen any animals? We've seen a squirrel. Uh, that does not work. Fair enough. So what does this mean? Where are I we have no idea. So let's let's recap. In the audio only escape room, uh, there's the mannequin, the computer on the desk, the cabinet. The cabinet has a combo five letter four digit combo is up left uh, right left down down, which doesn't work on the combo lock. The mannequin matches the statue, which is a statue of uh, Arthur Higginstrom the th- Higginstrom the third, and where he had whipped cream. This person has has canned air or something. And uh, when we put their hand up to match the statue's pose, it just says can. This part computer hint would be animal. I can't find a way to solve any of that within the context of this room by itself. 
Now, obviously, we already use some elements from other rooms to solve parts of these. Sure, like solve um, parts being very... Well, we did one thing. Asterisk the statue terms. The same. So sure. perhaps there's other things to go back to. Okay. So if we start to think, let's start taking steps backwards. Okay. okay. So, so if we leave that one, we are back at the party. Yeah, we're back at the party. Where we have lots of nuts. And a. we have those two codes that we found. 2R23. Yep. And then 3L04, which is nothing that I can think of because I don't know how to use those. Um, no, we definitely have some bits and pieces that are to do with directions, but I don't... Uh, so that's all we, and then we had the cake, which gave us the name of, why would we have to do that cake puzzle? Was there any reason for that? We could have just said, what's your name? It should have been like <laughs> Patricia. Mm. Um, well, maybe she wouldn't have. So maybe the red matters. T-O-U. Mm -hmm. Have we needed a three digit combo anywhere? Mm-mm. Mm. Okay. We have had colors that have been relevant so yes. far on the map. I'll point uh, out that like you like didn't explore like the, the first, first room at all. Yeah, we didn't explore anything. There's so no. much. There's so many things. It's just so hard to know how much to go back. Should, should we just go back to the? Let's start? go all the way back to Meta the to the lobby of Meta. Okay. Uh, Wait, the lobby, oh, the, the so lobby the, of Meta does not have anything. In the it. super. Okay. Yeah. So let's go back to the, the lobby of Mall. The lobby of Escape the Mall, and have a look at the puzzles on the counter on the table. Okay. So there's uh, three things on the on the table there. The first is a cylindrical box. Uh, so the cylinder, it's a, uh, it's not very tall, but it has a large radius. On the round part, it seems like it splits in half, and theoretically you could lift the top half off of the bottom, except when you do so, you feel that, the, that there's two points of resistance stopping the mm -hmm. top half from coming off. Now, I wonder if we halve that, if, if it would fit into the vending machine. Uh, no, it looks like it's too thick. Okay. Even if, we, even if it was half of the size? Exactly. Okay. The uh, rope and ring puzzle that's on there, you've seen this puzzle before. It's a mainstay in, in escape room lobbies. You're supposed to manipulate the ropes and wooden pieces around so you can take the ring off. However, you also would kn you know the solution to it. But you know this one is so hopelessly tangled, there's no way you're going to be able to take this ring off normally. Does the ring look like it would fit into the coin slot? Yes. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's not that big an achievement. Yeah, it is because we giant scissors. Ah. Uh -huh. But don't worry, let's see. that's the control breaking. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Next puzzle. Um, and then the last one is a small card that says, learn how to read Morse code on it. It has a Morse code decoding tree, and that is handout number 11. 11? Okay. Well, they they might have been in alphabetical order by the file name and not oh, actually okay. by what order you <laughs> encountered them in. That makes me feel better. Okay, so first of all, Danny. Yep. This Morse code tree. Yeah. You can, we can see it here. For people at home, again, it's linked. Uh, there's dots and dashes, and the number of them that you go goes to the letter that it is. Right? It's just a fun Morse code. Uh, that's really oh, fun way to draw. Oh, I've never seen them like that. Oh, it's it's kind of cool. Huh. So, like, a single dot would make you go one space to the right, which yeah, is letter yeah, E. Gotcha. Two dots would go E, I. We haven't seen dots or dashes anywhere, have we? Don't think so. Maybe we'll find them in, like, the <laughs> trails or something. The filing cabinet, did we look at that at all? Or was it just a filing cabinet? You have not looked uh, at it at all. All right, let's have a look at the filing cabinet. <laughs> the filing cabinet has three locked drawers. The top one is locked with a directional lock. The Wait. middle one is locked with a four-letter combination lock. The bottom one is locked with a four-digit combination lock. 
On the top of the filing cabinet, there is a series of arrow stickers pointing up, down, up, down. Ha ha! Wait, wait. Did I know that... what I'm going to do. I know what I want to do. No, wait. Did that say a four letter? Four letter, four digits. Four letter, yes. Other one. Okay. Uh, can I try on this combination lock that is in this room, can I try up, right, left, down, down? So you remember to, to you know, pump the lock three times as your experience to people to, to clear the lock. Totally uh, haven't made that mistake recently. The drawer opens up and it <laughs> reveals <laughs> an empty drawer. I can't puzzles. stop doing that laugh. It's weird. <laughs> it reveals an empty drawer. On the bottom of the drawer, there are stickers stuck to it that say, Discover Ruse, R-U-S-E. Open New Enigma. That's very cryptic crosswordy. Oh, that could be the answer to one of the letter combos, though. Could be. But in the meantime, you have something that you want to do. Yes. Can I take the scissors and use them to cut the rope puzzle to steal the ring? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's kind of awkward given the gigantic size of the scissors, but you can cut the rope and take the ring off. Is that better? Do you like that? <laughs> All right, with the ring, can I put the ring into the uh, into the into the vending machine large slot, and then see if I can get the drink out? Oh, and that slot lights up, but you can't get the drink out. Yeah. <laughs> what? You need a regular coin. Well, we got four more arrows. Yeah, like you go into the dreamscape. Rushed, yeah, rush back to the dreamatorium. We run all the way back into the dreamatorium and I say, Hey, can I put uh, up, down, up, down into that combination lockety loo, the, the directional combo? Uh, yes, the lock comes off and you're able to open the top, yuck, top yuck, drawer. Yuck, yuck. The only thing inside of it are a bunch of stickers stuck to the bottom of the drawer. The stickers you say, know what they say. Find out our differences. Uh, do you think, Danny, we take the letters from one of those things, discover ruse, open new enigma, and the other one that says find our differences, cross out anything that is the same and take whatever's left over and make a puzzle out of that? Maybe, but... That like would... if I write out... No, I understand, but I'm just saying things like, well, that would leave us with three Fs at the very least. That's true. Any, um... Anything on the door? Oh, we haven't checked any of the doors. No. Are you going to go back through and just check all the doors? That, mm-hmm. that is my plan. Okay, good. Um, so most of the doors are not super special, um, but the one when you get to the uh, bank vault. Yes, the only door that you brought attention to that we didn't look at. One of them exactly. was an archway. I was interested in that one as well. So the, uh, you know, the bank vault door is uh, it's welded open so that you can't actually lock it hmm. but there's still all the like the big like vault handle on the inside and uh, when you go to touch that it just falls off oh so you have like a, a giant like Ooh. wheel yeah yeah we do why do we want a giant wheel uh does the wheel coming off the wheel uh have a sort of screw indent it does. Oh. Screw, screw bit. You want to take it to the park. I want to take it to you the park. You want to take it for a walk. Take it to the park. Uh, I take the, the, the wheel and I put it on the fountain and I, and I crank it. The fountain starts spurting water from the middle of the handle. And given the heat in this room, you feel instantly refreshed. Uh, mm. Stepping back, you notice that there were some subtle carvings in the stone that the water is now making um, more visible. Uh, and it makes the word rosy appear. R-O-S-Y. Okay. Rosy. Uh, what I'm going with is those letters 
are yes. the first letters of some of the colours. Oh, red, orange. Salmon yellow. Salmon and yellow. Okay, so rosy, which does map to those colours in an interesting way. We don't know quite how. What else can we do? We gotta split maybe we gotta split that cylinder open. Yeah. Which maybe we'll have records in it. I don't know. What? Because we're still possibly looking for like circular records. Cylinder cylinder that was flat and we could open. Oh right, you thought right. Yeah. Um Is there an object we can use to pry like the scissors we can't just use to pry that thing open, can we? No. Although, um although actually you could certainly try, and when you do, you definitely see that there's like you can see enough inside that there's like two little pegs uh, on opposite sides that are the points of resistance that seem to be like pushing in and stopping the top from coming off. Okay. Does that mean anything? I don't know enough about like, how I can't puzzle... picture these I... mechanics well You've enough. You've used puzzle boxes before. Yeah. Can we? Is there a way to like just hold it in a weird way to push those sides where the pegs are in to then take the top off without the resistance or something? Well, so the problem is, is that they're on opposite sides. So, like, when you tilt the tilt the thing one way, like, it goes a wet out of the hole, but then the other one's stuck in there. Is there any way to like, like, pull the put the ribbon in there to like pull <laughs> one while tipping it the other way or something? Well, this feels like a, a real physical puzzle that I just can't don't know <laughs> how to solve. There is so it is a real physical puzzle, mm. but there's also a clue in the in the room somewhere to tell you how to solve. I will let you know that I believe there is one thing and just one thing that you are missing. One thing you haven't explored. All right. What haven't we explored? What haven't we looked at? I'm going to give you a subroute, by the way, if you would like help focusing on that. Maybe that's a good idea at this point. Yeah. Where's the thing we haven't looked at? Uh, it's, it's in the virtual room. Ooh, okay. The only things I have in that, in that room are the mannequin... The desk that is suspiciously blank, the computer in the cabinet. I mean, you can certainly search the desk. Okay. Hey, I want to search that desk. Uh, the desk, uh, the drawers of the desk are unlocked and mostly bare. It's actually a little creepy how little there is in this desk. Almost like no one actually uses it. The one thing you do find is an account book. Most of the book is filled with different transactions. All ones you would recognize are valid. The last page is a little different, though. Written in a different handwriting are three transactions. SR for twenty-five forty. Uh, it's $25.40, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. SMD for $21.35. Was that an M or an N? Uh, M. Uh, Mike. Thank you. And SSAP. For $19.15. Okay, so okay. those are the teams that were on the blackboard. There's an, also a note at the bottom. <laughs> Time remaining is money saved. <laughs> All right, so yeah, those are the teams that are in that Open the Vault record times. Okay. Uh, so SR is Star Rats, SMD is So Many Dynamos, and SSAP is say, Stacey's Super Aware Pussycats. Okay. Now, we can figure out the difference between the times. The time remaining is their money saved. So the first one, Star Rats, do you have a calculator open? Is that what your plan is? It was not. I was just noticing that if you assume that the open the vault was an hour, just by a wild assumption, those numbers there... Oh, would be the time remaining? Not quite. They are incredibly close, but not quite. Okay. They're so like one to two seconds off. 
Okay, so what the time... I don't know if that means anything. Well, maybe it does. So the time remaining for Star Rats should be... 2542. 2542. The time remaining for so many dynamos should be 2136. And Stacy's Super Aware Pussycats should be 1920. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So someone's been cooking the books. <laughs> um, so then the differences between what they say here and what they did here is 215. Hmm. Do we do anything with a three digit combo? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Um... I have no. No, we got a four digit combo, a four digit combo. My notes are a mess. Oh, the, the combo, combination lock in the bedroom. Um, okay. th- would be three digit. Oh, okay. Can we try that there? Okay. Describe to me what you were doing to put that number in. Okay, I'd like to go to the combo lock. Like this is the question. I've never used one of these locks, so I don't quite know how they go. No, I don't know how to use a combo lock. So, <laughs> so all right. So basically, the way that these locks work is that you would spin it like to the left twice, and then you turn it to like to the left one number turn it to the right to a second number, and then turn it to the left to a third number. And then when you do that, you'll be able to pull the class out. Okay. I mean, it's probably got to do with that 2R233L. Uh, I don't know. If that, I don't understand would. how to interpret that. Start it, go to 2, and then go right to 23, and then just be at 3 again. Yeah, I, like, so I'm that saying, I, I that don't can't work. think that that... That, that, that one, uh, you're missing a piece of information, so... Yeah. You know, it might make more sense when you get the other piece. That's what I assumed. Oh, that makes sense. It's one, two, three, and it's like L to this number, right to this number, and left to this number. So in that case, what the hell do we do with two, one, five? Oh, no. If that is what indeed we want. I mean, it is weird that they are so close, but they are off by these numbers. Mm, Right. So (laughs) we started in the meta lobby. There's nothing in that lobby. Yep. Except Colleen, who wants a drink. said, look for five objects, including a drink. We know where the drink probably is. It's in that vending machine. Great. The next room has the drink in it. It has the vending machine in it, which needs two coins, one big, one small, apparently, probably. The big one we've done by solving a rope puzzle. We have that cylinder that we can't open, uh, and there's no way to do that. We have a Morse code interpretation, but we haven't found any Morse code yet that I can think of. There is a cabinet, which had the combination lock, which we've opened. The four-letter lock, no idea. Four-digit lock, no idea. Okay. Uh, and a couch that's irrelevant. Um, those words that were... In things, discover, ruse, open your enigma, and find out our differences. Uh, you can acrostic those. Oh, to get drone and food. That's a four-letter word and okay. a five-letter word. Can I try on the cabinet that has the four-letter com- combination lock in Amanda's lobby, <laughs> but not her room, which is the bank vault itself? So in Colleen's room, which is Amanda's lobby, can I put in food in that combination four-digit letter lock? Sorry, I'm I'm now mixing up my different action sections. Uh, well, ooh, now who's on the back foot with all their rooms? <laughs> the uh, drawer uh, opens up, and oh, once again, uh, the drawer is empty with the exception of some stickers on the bottom. This time, the stickers say, double this combination. Okay. Let's put drone, yeah, let's into, put the drone imagination into the other one. Let's land. go, hey, I put drone into your cabinet. Uh, it unlocks, and you're able to open the middle drawer. Once again, it's empty, uh, and there are stickers stuck to the bottom that say, this combination minus one, one, two, three. (laughs) 
need so, like another colored pen. Oh no! Wait, does that mean we know both combos? How so? Well, if they both relate to each other, yeah, in the same way that they have been, yeah. This is saying that the combination for the other one, right? So, so the the, the virtual cabinet is saying, okay, the combination for the real cabinet oh, okay. is whatever unlocks what this saying. drawer minus one, one, two, three. But the real cabinet says the virtual cabinet's locker locker is twice mine. So you want to try putting two, two, four, six into the I virtual think, one? Where I we are now? I think this virtual one should be two, two, four, six, and the original one should be one, one, two, three. Okay, give it I a go. I think that's how the maths would make sense. So while we're still in the virtual world. Hey, can I put into this four-digit combination lock two, two, four, six? Uh, it unlocks, uh, but the drawer yuck, is yuck, 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 There's yuck. nothing here. Doesn't matter. Uh, and then going back to the... Uh, we go all the way up to Amanda's room, Colleen's room, Amanda's lobby, rather, um, and put in one, one, two, three into that combination lock. <laughs> uh, that drawer opens up, uh, and it contains a single quarter. Yay! I Money! put it into the vending machine! Money! Uh, you put it into the vending machine, um, and uh, machine machine may be old, but it still seems to work. It dispenses a small can of what appears to be an energy drink. The branding on it calls it Body Slam. <laughs> All right, so uh, we now have a can of Body Slam. Tick off that drink, but also we have a can. Uh, and the virtual room talked about a can. So I'm going to take the mannequin, and I'm going to Body Slam it into the desk. <laughs> oh. The, the virtual mannequin? Yeah. Yes, I say. Oh, sorry, good point. I'm going to take that mannequin and I'm going to slam it into the desk. Uh, congratulations, you've destroyed the mannequin. You mean we've crashed the toy? Ah. <laughs> but can we take it somewhere? Yes, you've crashed the toy. Good luck taking it out of the virtual room. <laughs> Wait, uh, the crash toy is the statue. It represents the statue, and the statue is in the actual room that needs the crashed toy. So I'm going to go to the park, what? and I'm going to body slam the statue of Arthur Higgins from the film. <laughs> You're going down a terrible, terrible red herring right now. This is upsetting. Okay, I want to. I want to give Colleen the energy drink. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, is, is this it? You is give her the the, uh, the energy drink. Um, she's like. Ah, yes, dearie, this is exactly what I was looking for. Uh, here you go, and she uh, hands you a card, and that card is handout number one. Oh, okay. okay. This is good. I'm just saying, if we smash that uh, statue, it's the same as a body slam. Oh, of course. All right, what do we got here? Oh, it says body slam. Yeah. And the body slam card says, so the body slam in the middle, and then in the top, it's got three digits, one in the top left, one in the top center, one in the top right, which say four, two, three. And likewise on the bottom, there is a two, an eight, and a five. Uh, is this a baseball card? Is this what baseball cards look like? <laughs> no, this is not what baseball cards look like. <laughs> okay, so four, two, three, two, eight, five. Okay, so try the simple things, like go through those letters, figure out what those letters oh, are, yeah. like what's the fourth letter? D... That's not the fourth letter at all. Oh, you oh, were going oh, alphabet. Slam. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> y O D O M S S. I don't know if Yodoms does anything. Oh my god. Okay. We got the card. We have the the fountain said Rosie. Fountain says Rosie. The cake said T O U. Yep. Those are the letters that we had we've still got those two cody bits we've still got a morse code reader we've still got the cylinder 
You're not jumping. You're jumping around completely from room to room. I'm just looking at my page for things. We've solved the drink yep. part because that was and it was in the Seems next so. room. I'm going to yeah. assume that's always true, right? Okay. So I'm going to say that there will be a flag somewhere in the crash in in the in the bank vault escape. Ooh, okay. Now we know that they had those pennants, which are like flags. <laughs> but we've already used those for a different thing. And specified national flag. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Is there more to look at in the bank vault? We've pretty much looked at everything, right? It's just those safe. Yeah, none of the other like... safety deposit boxes are open, and there was nothing. Correct. There's a thousand numbered safety deposit boxes, and only one of them was open. Is one of them? Well, maybe that's the combination. That's the link to that two one five we found earlier. Do we use that at all? We haven't, right? Uh, no. But what do we want to do with it? Well, is you said there's a thousand numbered ones, so presumably there is a box oh, two one five. I see. There is. Is there anything interesting about box 215? And if there isn't, can we ask Ren for the key? <laughs> uh, I, I don't have the keys to those things. We haven't found a key anywhere, have we? No. Any thoughts? I should look at the decoration, and I'm doing so. Oh, because this... Those have Morse code on them, don't they? That's exactly what I'm looking at, because there's stuff that is on and off. That feels Morsey. Yeah, okay. Like, we just never looked at these decorations. I did, but... I, I remember noting them, but then we got we did the other half of it, you know, with the happy birthday. I was a hundred percent still looking at them, but just couldn't make heads or tails of it. Like, cause I remembered, I counted them, and I was going, "Cool, they basically go one, two, 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 one, two, one." Okay, so how do they make sense? Yellow and white, on and off. There's yep, no looking at these lights now. There's no like markings between them. It might indicate like where, like if they're Morse code somehow, you know, like if, if where yellow. Where we put gaps. Yeah, there's no indication of any gaps. So there's no way of knowing any, like y you need the gaps, right? Maybe. In Morse code. Who said there's no gaps? My eyes said there are no <laughs> gaps. Yeah. Hmm. So how do you interpret a break? Is there, is there a Morse code symbol for a break? So generally Morse code will have a space. It will have like a quick second between every dot or dash and then three seconds between letters and five seconds between words. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I know what it is. What? The the whites are neither dots nor dashes. The okay. whites are pauses. Okay. So it is, and then when two yellows are together, that's a dash. And when it's a single yellow, that's a dot. Oh, okay. I see so what you mean. So if you interpret the colors on the thumagabagabings, that's what they're called. It goes dot, a single yellow. Okay. Then a dash, two yellows. Then a dash, two yellows. So it's dot, dash, 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 dash. And then there are two whites, so that's a long break. Okay. So it's dot, dash, 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 dash okay. is the first letter. I see what you're doing. Then dot, dash, dot, dot. Dot, dash, dot, dot. And let's assume that's the end because it's the end of a banner. Yeah, that's Dot, fair. dash, dot, dot. And then the next one is dot, Whoa, dash, 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 which is the same as the first symbol. And then the next one is dash, dash, dot, dot, dot. Okay, okay. And now we have I'm a Morse code interpretation translation. graph, which I can't yep. remember what number that was. Do you have that on the top? Of... Yeah, that was 11. All right. So dot followed by four dashes would be 
one, two. One. Number one. Ooh, which is good. That's what oh, is we it, want. Wait, is it a one or a J? That's a one. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, one. So that's a one. The next one is dot, dash, dot, dot. L. Which is, that's ah, ha, 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 ha. Beautiful. Yes, and good. then the next one is one. Oof. And then. The same blah, blah, thing. Blah, d, 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 seven. Right? What? Wasn't that the same as the first one? Oh, I did that already. So one L one seven. Oh, sorry. Oh. Ah. <laughs> ah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go over to the, uh, the, the, the locker style combination lock Ooh, okay. on the bedroom cabinet. And I'm going to go left all the way to 17. Then I'm going to go right all the way to 23. And then I'm going to go left all the way to four. Yep. Uh, the lock opens. And you can okay. yeah. throw the lock into the pile of nuts in anger. Uh, inside are a series of books that are tied together with string. Uh, the word Good, diaries because, are written on the side of the permanent marker. Jack wanted books. Let's go to Jack and give him these books. Okay. Okay. Is that the right place? Oh, yeah, yeah, because okay, we're sweet. in Jack's room. Brilliant. Okay. So we go back to Brenda's Ranger room, Jack. which is Jack's lobby, and we say, Jack. Are these your books? I have your books. Those are exactly the books I'm looking for. A person's diaries have a lot of great history, and you can see Higginstrom's diaries on display by the gift shop. As he points out to another location, he hands you a card, which is card number two. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this says diaries. And it's similar to the first one, so it's got numbers up the top and bottom. Three, four, one, six, six, seven. Okay. Which would be A R D E E S E S Ardies. Seems fair. Yodem's Ardies. I love it. Yodem's Ardies. Alright. In the meantime. We did that. We've done the books. Great. I will say, I cannot believe you have not gotten the computer password yet. Oh, no. I forgot we were looking for a computer password. Animal. Rosie. That's not an animal. The only hint is animal. And the only animal isn't the answer. Take a look at, take a look at everything you have. See if you can make an animal out of it. What, in the room? Or for the, the information that you have. All of the stuff we have. Can. Looking at everything. Oh man, I forgot about can already. Can! We've got a can! Do you remember the can? Yes. We have a two can. Two can. You're right, because the last one had T-O-U. We put in two can to the animal. Alright. Um Whew. the computer unlocks, <laughs> and you're able to take a look through your boss's stuff. There's not a ton on here, but you find something on his desktop that says safe entry. You click on that and part of the wall opens up. Inside, you could see your boss's records about how he was bribing baseball players to fix games. He takes some evidence to prove to everyone what he was doing. Congrats! You succeeded at this room. And as a gift for completing this room, take this baseball card of Kevin Useless yes. as a souvenir. I kick my body slam mat to the ground and I run out with a baseball card and I give it to Patricia. To Patricia. And I say, here's your card, Patricia! Yay! Thank you! And she hands you back another card in return. That is card number five. Alright, it says, you kill us. Uh, Who is that, by the way? So I guess it's a base. This is a baseballer? It's a baseballer in uh, in Boston. Uh, retired 
like a little while ago, um, had very useful letters in his name. Fair. So we have Yodoms, we have Ardies, we have a blank, a blank, and now we have from you, Killis, with one, two, three, six, five, four. Y O U. Okay. These are almost Yodoms, Ardies, blank, blank, Yulik. This is fine. I don't want to, like, if I try rearranging them all together, it's just going to get worse. We've got it. This is the spell that gets us out of here. Okay. So now, what are we looking for? We're looking for a crashed toy somewhere in the park. And we're looking for a flag somewhere in the bank vault. Ah, damn that flag. This, oh my God, this park, this map feels so important. Can I take a handful of miscellaneous nuts and throw them to the squirrel? Uh, you oh, can. that's for a squirrel. And that gets the squirrel to stop for a moment as you uh, as it eats the nuts. The squirrel stops for a moment to enjoy the nuts you provided it. And you notice something weird about its tail. Instead of a solid color, the tail is a like a tie-dye combination of Ooh. yellow, orange, salmon, and violet. Interesting. Oh my god, the squirrel has a tail that, that matches the colours of those trails. It's a trail tail. We've got a lot of possible trail colours. What does that mean? It means All the squirrel the is intrinsically tied to these pathways. Yeah, that's interesting. So... We've got those colours. They are all sort of scrambled, so they don't really... Like, the order is not a thing for them. The word rosy really looks important. It does. Yeah, but it's not. (laughs) Oh, my God. How do we connect these thoughts? What is up with this squirrel's tail? We've solved so much of this, but none of it does anything. Hey, uh, on the map of the park with all the pathways and paths and things, is there a gift shop? Uh, yes, there is a gift shop. Ooh, is there a way to get to the gift shop by going down the red path, then the orange path, then the <laughs> salmon path, then the yellow path? I don't know where you... Can we just get to... The... Can we follow the map and try and get to the gift shop? Uh, I mean, you can. That's not where the, the thing is, though. The gift shop was just an offhand comment. Well, it's the only thing I've got going. <laughs> you mentioned something really interesting to do with, um, with Rosie. Uh, the... To go down each of those paths in order, right? Like to go down the red and the orange and the salmon and the yellow. Yeah, you or to go just else. to go just down the violet because it's the only one that's not ref- listed. It's true. So let's go down the violet path. Well, so you again, you should have a specific location that you're going to. Gift shop. How can you get a specific location? Mm-hmm. Uh, the map. <laughs> right, but the entire violet trail is long. Can you get a specific location on that trail? Do we have, is the map coordinated? Does it have coordinates? No. Okay. Ugh. Well, what do we, do we know any, is there anything on the violet? Can we follow the violet trail to where it meets the red, then the orange, then the salmon, then the yellow in some way? Like. Sure. Which of those do you think is going to be the most likely one? Salmon, because it's rosy. Oh, interesting. I would have said red because it was rosy. I think salmon's more rosy than red. Roses are red, Billy. But but rosy implies pink, which would be salmon. So you you have this rosy that, that theoretically got you a violet. 
Yeah. Do you have anything else with color? Oh, was there an idea of like if you mix violet and another color, it would end up with a rose kind of color? That's not really. What else? What else in this room is giving you colors? The squirrel. Okay. Yes. What is it giving you? It's everything us, uh, in its tail. A mishmash of them. It, it certainly did not give you, give you everything. Oh, that's true. It was missing one. Wait, was it? It I was... thought you just said every single color on the squirrel's tail. I only have four colors oh, written what, down. What, I do what, not have sorry, red. Well, I 100% thought you said all. Oh, what is what's on the so the squirrel doesn't have red? I have not written an R on my squirrel tail. That is correct. You should not have written an R. Oh, okay. I just thought you said every color. So can we? So if that's a missing R it's... and Rosie's missing V, can we go where the red and the V meet? The red and the violet yeah, meet. Yeah, can we go where red and violet meet? Ooh. And that that makes a lot of your comments earlier make more sense now. Um, <laughs> I 100% thought the squirrel had every single color on it. No, no, it did not have, it did not have red. Um, okay, so, uh, so you go to the intersection between red and violet. On the ground where the two trails cross, you see what remains of someone's toy rocket. They must have awesome. launched it fr- from the field and it landed here. It's not the best okay. condition from its re-entry, but you can still make out the word spaceship painted on its side. Love it. Words are let's, helpful. Let's yeah, give it see, to Ren. See, look at my fat squirrel. Well, you could have told me, Danny. I assumed that you've been paying attention. <laughs> no, I assumed that if you had that information, you would have solved the puzzle. You have been poo-pooing my drawings since episode one. Well, and now, now they're, they're finally useful and you didn't even use them. <laughs> so so I poo-poo them again. Even when you have the correct information in front of you, you still don't utilise it. This is our 30 Guernica. Rock Ikea. Um, so... <laughs> uh, uh, let's go and bring this crashed toy. I'm hoping that as we go through this, my clothing is just getting gradually more ragged, so it looks like I've been through a war whenever I hand the object to the person. I hope I look really smooth and cool and great. I hope I'm getting better clothing as I go on. I- I'm like, Bart, after he's been attacked by the Timberwolf and he's handing in his test. And I'm like Willie when he's drinking outside with the Timberwolf. You can give the uh, spaceship... Uh, rocket to Ren, who looks at it and goes, yup, that's exactly what I was looking for. And hands you a card, and then it's handout number four. Okay. What do we got this time? I assume it says spaceship? Spaceship? Does it say spaceship? It says spaceship. Spaceship! Okay. The third, this is the third one. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I... H? Oh no, these letters aren't helpful at all. Eight, seven, five, four, three, two. E, P, I mean, they are letters. What do you get? So I'll give him that. I... H E Cap C A P. Yep. Okay. Yodom Psy Cap. Yodom Psy Cap. Exactly. Yodom Psy Cap. Are these? Are these you, you like? like? Are these you like? Okay. We go to Ardis, get roast beef sandwich <laughs> from Ardis. You like? <laughs> okay, so we just need to. Okay. Oh, all right. We needed to just bank vault business. Yeah. We have 215, which presumably needs a key, but we have no key. Key is probably inside the goddamn cylinder. Key could be in the cylinder, but the cylinder can't be opened by human hands. Something to do with turning and... This feels like a real thing, and I just don't know how you do it. It does, but apparently there's a clue somewhere in the room to help us. Um, What haven't we noticed? Uh, It's on the blackboard. It's on the blackboard? Oh, because you've got to spin it. Can we... Oh, yeah, because it's a record and you spin it, and the whole point was like... Well, the whole point with the box is that if you tilt it either way, the pieces would come would fall inwards, right? And by falling inwards, they lock the top. So 
if we take this thing, which is sort of record shaped, right? Because it's round, and we spin it, and we get centrifugal, centripetal force going, we can then take the top off because the things that keep falling in will have been moved out to the side. Sure. Does that make sense? That is exactly, that makes sense, and that's exactly what you, what you can do to open this box. And we take the top off, and? And inside is a small silver key. Ooh. All right, we use the silver key on locker 215. And by locker, I mean ba- bank deposit box. thing. Bank thing, 215. Um, okay, uh, you put the key in and turn it and it opens, and inside is a small Norwegian flag. And we take Yay! the Norwegian flag and we throw it at Amanda and we say, uh, sorry, that was too violent and rude. Amanda, sorry, here's your flag. I hope you like it. We've been here for many years now. <laughs> uh, uh, she like looks at her clipboard, looks at a picture on it, compares the flag. It's like, yep, this is the right flag. Um, and hands you a card. Also, all five of them are handout number nine, which should be uh, editable. Um, you don't need ooh. to necessarily edit it or do whatever. You can solve it without it, but it's handy to have all five of them so you can move them around. That is nice. All right, well, let's well, just get these This Norwegian out. card. A? Yes, would be 846532, and eight would be 1234. So A. A W G E R O. If that See. is a thing. Yeah. I'll get off. Okay, so we can move these around. How might we want to order them outside of, like, the initial room order? Well, the numbers don't order in any real way. Like, in terms of, like, taking the bottom right, Euclid has, like, one, two, three, but nothing has four, five, six. So it's not like the numbers are going to go across the top or the bottom in any real way. Yeah. These cards are also different sizes, which is mm. interesting. Yeah. Maybe we just order them by size. I mean, maybe they're already in reverse size order. I suppose. Oh, and right. What are we trying to do? What was our goal? I don't know. We were trying to find a phrase to describe how we felt about the room. Oh, you like. <laughs> you Your like. Thumbs. Your thumbs. I like these. You like. We did it. That's the <laughs> that phrase. That seems fair. You like. Like. We're done. <laughs> What's interesting though is like even if it's like rearranging the cards, there's something different what we have to do with do? the letters themselves, right? Because no matter how we rearrange you like Yodom's Adi's Augero ear cap, it's not like that's gonna make any more sense if we change the order of the card. So there's something process-wise with how we should interpret these cards that we need to fix as well. Yes. <laughs> What have you done it? Hold on. Yep. Don't say it aloud. Don't <laughs> smile to yourself. The audience can't even see you smiling. They don't even know that you're being smug. So what are you, what's your thought? What uh, are you thinking? It's not a thought. It's a sight. So I just went with, oh, take a look at the, so like body slam, it goes straight onto Norwegian. Yeah. So take the first three letters of what we got for each of those. What? So like the first. Yod. Yodorg. Does that look familiar? Yo, dog. And then I'm seeing an I-H-E. Okay. Which looks like the start of I heard. Oh, no. And it's all meta. I think that's where we're going. So that's, you're just doing, you're dividing up the first three and the last three and rearranging them that way. Yep. So it's. Yo, dog. I heard (laughs) you. Like. Oh, Oh, there's no E. Oh, no, yeah. Like. Rooms. Escape rooms. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. What's the order of this? We don't need an order. We just say, yo, dog, I heard you like escape rooms. So then going backwards. And I heard. (laughs) 
Uh, we go up to, 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 to Colleen and we say, yo, dog, I heard you like escape rooms. Oh, in your geez. escape rooms. You're so, so smart. I just so feel like escape, escape room in your escape room. And it seems you do too. And with that, <laughs> she waves her hand and the room dematerializes around you. No! Oh, no! <laughs> You're left standing in an alleyway with no sign of Colleen, no sign of mystery escape team adventures. Days later, <laughs> You're lounging in the park, having a lovely picnic, when one of your friends comes over to you. Hey, it looks like the park is having a celebration for this new statue they put up, and it looks like they have an escape room to celebrate it. You look at each other and wonder how you can possibly explain you've already done that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Congratulations. Oh my god. All right. We've done it. 